Well, that didn't take long. Trouble in Buffalo with Jordan Greenway. We'll talk about that, plus potential ideal playoff opponents and Marcus Johansson back beyond this season. All today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, Wild fans? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Just a reminder, make sure that you subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss out on any of our new episodes throughout the week. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we take a look at potential playoff opponents and who is most ideal for the Wild in round one. We'll also talk about a little bit of a rocky start to Jordan Greenway's tenure in Buffalo and plenty more to get to here on today's episode as well with Alex McLeady. My name is Seth Topal, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, and we are joined, as mentioned, by Alex McLeady talking about... So much here today, and Alex, it was uh, a mostly good weekend for the Wilds. Ended up losing to Boston, although two goals wiped off the board. Um, don't even get me started on that. And then you followed up with a uh, pretty dominant win against the Washington Capitals, and this team just continues to click, continues to plug away. They found another gear, and ironically, it happens with Kirill Kaprizov out of the lineup. They just they keep finding ways to score goals. Yeah, unbelievable. What I think twenty four um, since Kirill went out. So uh, you know, it's uh, it's amazing. And and Matt Boldy has really stepped his game up. Uh, you know, where would they be without him uh, over the past couple of games? And uh, he des- deserved to get that hat trick. Almost got a fourth goal. That was that was crazy. So. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's coming down to the wire here and uh, it's been a full team effort. You know, every every line's contributing. Uh, heck, even Ryan Reeves is, is scoring. So, you know, when he's scoring, thing, things are going well for, for this team. Yeah, it's it's been just a lot of fun to watch because I think we're starting to see them get back to that level they were on last year. And obviously, maybe not that same type of offense, but the same type of approach where you've got everybody sharing the love throughout the lineup. And Marcus Johansson, we've talked about him quite a bit since his return to Minnesota. I did think it was interesting that Michael Russo uh, for The Athletic recently talked about if this continues, this role that that second line is on, we may see Marcus Johansson in Minnesota beyond this season. And honestly... If he keeps producing at this level and this line continues to click like this, you got to consider it for sure. Yeah, we've we, we've been, you know, the the search has been on to find somebody to play next to Matt Boldy, and who who would have ever thought it's Marcus Johansson? Uh, maybe so. You know, if you know he, 
the last time he was with the wild he was banged up you know yeah. i think he broke his arm multiple times um so that was or in two spots and so you know he's he's healthy um he's just got to stay healthy that's been his his bug is uh you know getting hurt um and so he he's just got to stay healthy and uh you know uh and continue to develop that chemistry um and eck has just been on fire with those guys too so you know, to have two scoring lines is huge for this team. And we, we've seen uh, the benefits of that over the past week or so. Yeah. And we avoided, it sounds like some major concerns because in that game against Washington late, Johansson came out after uh, blocking a shot with the side of his foot. I, I gagged um, when they saw when they showed the replay, just thinking about how that would feel. Uh, he, was taken out of the lineup. Oscar Sundquist, elite goal scorer himself, <laughs> was uh, was also taken out of the lineup. But Dean Evison saying after the game, it was purely from a precautionary standpoint. Uh, both guys could have come back into the game if it was a situation where they needed to. Um, game was well in hand, though. And so they, they were held out. But even had they not been able to go, this team has a lot of depth now as Anson Carter would uh, would so lovingly say, is it's just it's deep, and it's deep with veteran guys that can step into the lineup. Marcus Foligno didn't play against the Capitals. He's getting close. You've got just a ton of guys that can fill spots if the need arises, and that's just a, it's just a very much deeper team, I think, than we've seen over the last couple of seasons with guys that can step in and help if needed. Yeah, we're we're not even mentioning uh, Gus Nyquist too. <laughs> you know, he's you know he can he can score too, and so you know, that's an added bonus if you know he can get in before the regular season or, or you know put him in into the playoff lineup. Uh, you know, Dean's got some some tough decisions to make uh, down the stretch here. Who's going to sit? Uh, I mean, you look at a guy like um, like Mason Shaw. He's just been playing phenomenal. He can't. You know, he always seems to be the guy that you would take out of the lineup. But uh, how could you at this point? And right. it's been great. Uh, and, and Connor Dewar, just a, you know, penalty kill merchant uh, machine. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know how what, what they're going to do. Um, you know, I guess, you know, I'm sure it'll come down to who, the, you know, who they play in the, in the first round. So, yeah, lots of lots of interesting decisions to make. Lots of choices. And you talk about a guy like maybe Sam Steele coming out of the lineup, but he has been playing better over the last couple of games too. And so everybody senses that you are one bad game away from coming out of the lineup. And so people are, I mean, we even, we even had John Merrill get, uh, get the, uh, the seats after his uh, two penalty debacle against the Boston Bruins. And so even even Merrill getting uh, getting a scratch because you just you can't afford I think to you can't afford to just let guys continue to build up bad performances. And so guy has a bad performance, he's probably going to sit because they just this team just has enough players that can play to be able to uh, to do that without missing a beat. And points that are at a premium right now. You can't just you can't throw away a point. Uh, you, you know, you see a team like Edmonton tonight, they played uh, San Jose 
and they were down and uh, they rallied in overtime to get that extra point. You know, you can't be losing the bad, bad teams. Uh, you know, you know, when you're, when you're fighting for these, these playoff spots and, and, and matchups and, you don't want to, especially uh, in the central division, you don't want to play Colorado the first round. <laughs> it's no. just, uh, that's a team that's humming and they only, they continue to lose guys. You know, they, uh, <laughs> I mean, they were, they, they were missing Kale McCarr tonight. He was scratched and all they did was when uh, I think five, nothing against Chicago. It was just <sighs> steamrolling guy named Dennis Mulgan had three points. You know, they just having no namers step up to the plate they don't even have their captain. It's just, you know, the, the abs are are, are rolling and, uh, Gorgiev, uh, you know, all he has to do is play just a little bit better than Darcy Kemper. And, you know, they'll, they'll just steamroll through the playoffs again. So watch out for Colorado. Must be nice. Must, Mm -hmm. uh, must be nice. Uh, we'll, (laughs) we'll talk a little more about potential playoff opponents because that final wildcard spot is a mess. It is. Calgary Flames got <laughs> imploded by the Los Angeles Kings, and yet somehow they're still within striking distance of Winnipeg, who I think is just I think they've just gone on strike in terms of winning <laughs> winning games. So we'll talk about who's in, who's out, who do we want to play in the first round as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wilds. After a word from our sponsor, which is the official sports betting partner of Locked On, that is FanDuel Sportsbook. And with the NCAA tournament in full swing, now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and three-pointers drained. Or, in my case, you can just take your bracket, light it on fire, and throw (laughs) the ashes in the backyard. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of Locked On. Continuing today's episode of Locked On Wild, once again, thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every single day of the week. If you haven't already, make sure you take the time to subscribe and follow us on YouTube or your favorite podcast platforms. So you don't miss out on any new episodes, pre- or post-game content as well. Uh, We got a lot that we throw at you here throughout the week. Let's talk playoff opponents because I think it's pretty – I think the secret is is out there that barring some sort of just amazing and in a horrifying way level collapse – I think it's pretty safe to say that the postseason is uh, is going to happen for the Wild this year. And so you kind of start to look ahead and wonder who would be the teams that you would want to face in that first round. Well, not Colorado. We're, we're pretty set on that. But what do we think about some of the other teams? I mean, I would imagine Dallas is probably a pass. Eh, 
I would rather not. And so then you look at like Winnipeg, Nashville, Calgary, whoever ends up being the team that crawls in off the pile and grabs that final wild card spot because that thing is a mess. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, it's, it seems like the, you know, the wild have had uh, the jets number recently. Uh, that would, I think that would be the most ideal opponent. They, they seem to just, uh, you know, get in Connor Hellebuck's head and they're, you know, they're, it just doesn't, it seems like the jets are missing something. And there's a weird situation with uh, Pierre Luc Dubois. Uh, he doesn't seem like he wants to be there long-term. Uh, the rumor is, you know, he wants to go to Montreal uh, so that, that doesn't help. And you got weird chemistry issues and you know, I got Nino coming in and to the top six. And I just, you know, I, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think that team has ever re- really replaced Dustin Bufflin too on the back end. And so it's just, it's a strange team right now. And, you know, it was been weird vibes for that team all season, getting rid of the captaincy for uh, Blake Wheeler. I don't know what they were thinking doing that. <laughs> that just, uh, I think that bothered uh, the team and the fan base for sure. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, it, it'd be really nice to play Winnipeg and, and Nashville. If Nashville somehow gets in, well, with, you know, getting, trading everybody, uh, that would just be a complete miracle. Uh, and I think the Wild would boat race the, the predators i know they just hired him as their head coach but if nashville gets in over winnipeg i i would fire rick bonus i'm <laughs> i'm of course talking tongue-in-cheek because right. i know they just hired him and you're in a situation with that team where you're kind of trying to get a little bit out of the front end of this before they start to inject some youth so it is very much a roster that has some warts on it. But the situation is, is this. You have Winnipeg in the final wild card spot with 81 points. Calgary's within striking distance, even though they got oh, eight to eight two. Eight to two. Eight. <sighs> they, let, they let Markstrom in, stay in for – I mean, they, they, they play tomorrow night too, so I don't know what their, what, their, what their plan is. But he gave up six, you know, just horrendous. And yet they're only four points back of the Winnipeg Jets. And then you have Nashville who's five points back, but Nashville holds – they hold the golden ticket <laughs> in this whole thing because they have three games in hand on everyone somehow. I don't know where that other game is hiding because <laughs> everybody else in the West is at 69, 70, 71 games. And then here's Nashville sitting at 68. They, in fact, with the exception of the Carolina Hurricanes, so that's where the other game is. Okay, so they've got a loss on the schedule um, to the <laughs> Carolina Hurricanes. But oh, 100%. three games in hand, and so you go two out of three there, and all of a sudden you are one point back of the Winnipeg Jets. This thing's coming down to the last day of the season. Yeah, 100%. It's going to be crazy. Uh, just who wants who wants to be in it? Who Ugh. wants to get shellacked in the first round? That's that's their only only issue. Do you want to get in? <laughs> Would you rather be in the lottery for the for this deep draft that's going to be upcoming and uh, the Connor Bedard sweepstakes? <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be fascinating to watch for sure. And those are the only those are the only options. Those are the only three teams that 
can potentially be in position to either make or not make the playoffs because next closest is St. Louis. They're nine points back of Nashville, and they they're not gonna they're not gonna get it done. They may get past the standings by Vancouver, which would be just it just would be amazing. <laughs> and so yeah. it's yeah, it's gonna be either Winnipeg or Calgary or Nashville, and I don't particularly feel good about any of those three teams if I'm them uh, gearing up for the playoffs. It's it, it, pack a pack a short like an overnight bag, and that's probably all you're going to need. Yeah, 100%. Remember last uh, last playoffs right right before Daryl Sutter's, like whoever gets the, the wild card spot against Colorado, it's going to be a quick eight days. And I think, uh, I think Colorado eliminated Nashville in nine days, so it took one extra day. So just, you know, it's, it's a nightmare being that last uh, wild card spot. It just, especially this season, you know, yeah. it just seems like there's a lot of teams in turmoil um, you know, even if they're still in the playoff race, there's just a lot going on for those teams that, you know, that you mentioned, especially yeah. Calgary. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a messy situation. This here's, so here's the funny thing too. The top three in both divisions, L- listen to this. So the <laughs> Dallas stars seven and three in their last 10 Colorado is seven, two and one in their last 10. The wild are seven, one and two in their last 10. All three of the top teams in the Pacific are eight and two in their last ten games. I'm sorry, but any of those teams that are currently in a wild card position in the West, you're not going to catch them. No, like, heck no. It's you're just, you're pretty set. Right, pretty set yeah. where you're at. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it it isn't it strange. Yeah, it's just you, you can't make it up really. <laughs> so. Yeah, we'll see um, who's desperate enough. <laughs> yeah, so in terms of hierarchy, I would say of the teams that are currently in the picture, it would be Nashville, Nashville slash Calgary, then Winnipeg, then probably Seattle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, let's just let's just assume the possibility that the Wild do vault up and, and end up at the top of the division standings. They would then play one of the top wildcard spot. Um, and so you could play Seattle in the postseason. So Calgary, Nashville, whichever order you want there, because I don't think it really matters. Um, then Winnipeg is the next most desirable. Then Seattle, then Dallas, then Colorado would probably be how I would rank it from top to bottom for teams that you are most desiring to uh, to clap in that opening uh, first round series. Yeah, hundred percent. This this franchise they just need to get out of the first round. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, how many years in a row are they? You know, just gonna suffer or just and it's just it's so agonizing too. You got guys that go on the milk carton too. Uh, you know, we don't have to worry about Kevin Fiala not showing up in the playoffs this season. So. You know, it's, you know, the pressure's on for guys like Matt Boldy and mm-hmm. Marcus Johansson uh, to help out uh, Kaprizov when he's full go. And, you know, Matt Zuccarello has to be good for this team, too. Yeah. So, 
yeah, it's there's some guys that really the pressure is going to be on this team for sure to help them get to the next round. Yeah, most definitely. That's that's the goal. And uh, it's it's crazy that this team is at this point, considering that they're carrying around a briefcase with like twelve million dollars in it that they don't know the combination of how to open. And they're still like if they go in their final twelve games, if they go six and six, they end up with forty six wins, which I I don't know if that would have been something that anybody would have expected coming into this season with the the lack of offense and yet they're right now they're like two wins off of last year's pace yeah it's incredible you know we can look back remember that game against vegas when vegas just absolutely destroyed the wild and you had you had mark andre Fleury going unhinged uh slamming his stick and they had that, uh, you know, players only meeting with the doors closed. And then, you know, you know, they, I think they lost a couple more after that uh, mm-hmm. to, um, you know, to Florida and Colorado. But then they went on a 14 point, you know, you know, streak there and everything turned around from from there. And uh, it forced uh, Bill Guerin to make some moves here. And you got to hand it to Bill. Uh, every move he's made has worked out. Yeah. You know? um, uh, John Klingberg is very polarizing, but, uh, you know, Sunquist is scoring, uh, you know, uh, Reeves, you know, who we got earlier, but he, he's stepping up and, and Marcus Johansson's fit in, you know, like a glove on that second line with, with Matt Boldy and has helped, uh, get him going the first game. You're like, uh, what, you know, why did Marcus Johansson, you know, and, but since then uh, he's taken off. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's been really fun to see, this you know team develop chemistry with with the new guys and you see all the off ice videos and you know everybody's loving ryan reeves and so yeah it's it's good 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 times yeah it's it's a good vibes good vibes are back that second line has something like 24 points in the five games since Kirill went out of the lineup which is i I can't even do that on a video game so it's just it's unreal and Mm -hmm. hats off to to Billy G, hats off to Dean for continuing to uh, to cultivate a lineup that's winning games. It's it's a good winning formula for this team. I know there are gripes about how things have gone, but it's a situation where is is if this team continues to win, there aren't going to be a, a lot of changes. So yeah. It's, I mean, look at what they're doing. I mean, they're doing it without Kirill Kaprizov too, uh, who at the time was, you know, playing like a top five NHL player. And so, you know, for them to put up the amount of goals that they're, you know, that they're doing, it's, yeah, it's, it's impressive. And, you know, they have another tough one tonight against the Devils um, who will have Jack Hughes back. So, you know, they, you know, the last game they played against the Devils was so entertaining Mm -hmm. to that shootout. And so, I'm looking forward to another game against them tonight. And they're coming off a game where Jesper Broad had a hat trick. So it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. And now they have Timo Meyer too. So, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be interesting tonight for sure. Let's, um, let's talk a little bit more about that game and the rest of the week. We do have to fulfill that tease that I had about, yes. uh, Jordan Greenway's time in Buffalo so far as well. So we'll finish with 
those two items on today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Built Bar is here for you. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, that's not a typo. 100% real chocolate. They also come in some unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I, I don't know how Built Bar continues to be able to get things done like this, but these bars are the healthiest ever. Just 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. Best of all, you no longer need to wait for your Built Bars to arrive. If you have a Walmart or Sam's Club nearby, you can head there and buy yourself a box, bring it home, or if you want to, you can eat them on the car ride back to your house and then drive back and get more. If you don't have one close by, you can always head to Built.com, but whichever way you choose, make sure that your choice is Built Bar. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen every day of the week. We continue uh, today's episode with Alex McLeddy talking about the rest of this week. New Jersey Devils on tap for tonight. The New Jersey Devils are road warriors this year. They're 26-4-6, and six, I think, on the road, which is insane. And so, not as good at home, but it's still, regardless, it's still a real tough team, a real tough matchup, which is why I'm so glad that we got Jonas Brodeen and Jake Middleton both back uh, ahead of what should be an absolute meat grinder. Yeah, 100%. You know, like I mentioned, they they picked up, I think, the best uh, guy that was on the on the market on the trade deadline in Timo Meyer. I just absolutely love the way that guy plays the game of hockey. Uh, he plays with an edge and, and can score like, you know, like the best of them. And so, you know, the Wild, you know, thank God they have Jonas Brodeen back. You can tell how much of a difference that guy makes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if, if the Norris Trophy wasn't all about points, Jonas would be right up there with Eric Carlson. So, you know, it's so, so nice to have him back. And, you know, Joel Eric's neck is going to have to be on his game too, to help, you know, shut down Jack Hughes. I'm sure uh, they'll have him out there against him as much as possible um, to, to help out. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll see if uh, Vitek Vanacek, I'm sure that's who they'll go with, uh, can can slow down this uh, powerhouse uh, offense that the Wild have uh, going. Uh, you know, it, it's going to be an inter- entertaining game. I, you know, I can't wait for tonight. As if they needed any bigger of a uh, follow-up game to that. Oh wait, no, I was looking at the uh, I was looking at the wrong part of the schedule. Uh, they play the Flyers um, as part of the road trip after. <laughs> The uh, after the Devils and Chuck Fletcher no longer there. They uh, they pulled the plug after he talked about an app that he used to rate trades. Admitted this out loud, an app that he used to rate trades, and so he got shown the door. It's a Flyers team that, as the Wild saw the last time they played them, physical. They like to kind of slow it down a little bit. Um, and so even though the Flyers are in a little bit of misery mode, it's still it's still one that the Wild need to not take lightly. And I, I am going to be interested to see if we do get the uh, Nick Delorier, Ryan Reeves fight. Um, 
you never know. You know, they have Nick Sealer too, who's just an animal. So that that's that <laughs> he's always a candidate uh, for sure in a fight. Yeah, uh, you know, we always talk about this, you and I, um, you know, you can't give a team hope, you know, uh, you know, because, you know, if you give them any type of like small hope or, you know, they score one or two, you know, then then they think they can they can win the game. They can stay in it. Mm -hmm. uh, and you never know what you're going to get with Carter Hart, too. He's another one of those goalies that can implode uh, very quickly. And so, you know, you, you want to get the lead early and then just you know, just punish them. So yeah, it should be another crazy game. Uh, you know, we, the last, what the last game, there was like three or four fights, you know, that was a national TV game. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, and, uh, as, as we predicted to John Tortorella has just been a nightmare hire by Chuck. <laughs> so, you know, they, you know, they could both, uh, be out the door. Um, you know, John could be joining him soon as well. Mike Yo's not doing anything from what I've been told. So right. maybe you go him, maybe you go John Torchetti. Just former wild coaches that continue to uh, get the recycle going. Yeah, continue to get it going. Uh, Carter Hart, 15 goals allowed in his last five starts. He did get a win against Buffalo, but he gave up five to Tampa Bay and four to Pittsburgh in his most recent starts. So chances should be generous. Uh, in this one for the wild. So hopefully they'll be able to, uh, to take care of business. I did go so far as to hot take predict a win against the devils. So we'll see if that happens, but then they finish the week hosting Chicago on Saturday and the wild will get an opportunity to see Wyatt Kaiser play um, meaningful minutes for that uh, Chicago team that is just kind of hanging on for dear life. Yeah, apparently this uh, third-round draft pick is is getting more ice time than a, <laughs> than a certain uh, first-round pick of the Wild. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how many minutes uh, why it gets against, against the Wild, you know, even though they play two different positions so, yeah. i couldn't yeah, resist and, uh yeah we could see an old friend and alex Stalock in that too so um you know it's amazing that he's still still playing so kudos to to Stalock for still getting a chance in the nhl um so yeah it's a chicago team that's mightily struggling and they're firmly in the Connor bedard sweepstakes but again you know it's another team that you can't give hope but yeah uh, uh, Colorado just wiped them clean five nothing. Uh, you know this past uh, night, so yikes! They're they're in free fall mode too. Yeah, it, so it should be an opportunity to pick up a couple of wins at least. I always say in the situation of the Devils game, if you can find a way to get it to OT, get a point out of it. That's that's a good measuring stick for a team. But you know the the Eastern Conference is just a, a it's a juggernaut. And so there are going to be some some games where you just you just can't do it. So hopefully that's not the case tonight, but we'll uh, we'll see. Let's finish talking Jordan Greenway because there were some tweets over the weekend, and there was an article written too, I believe, mm -hmm. in which the general sentiments for Greenway's tenure in Buffalo so far is 
He's not quite a top six guy. Doesn't really fit into the top six. Kind of tentative on the ice. And there are Buffalo fans that are saying, we need to let this play out. There are Wild fans that are saying, we've seen that movie, and this is pretty much just what you have at this point. Yeah, it's. I think this is Jordan's last stand in the NHL <laughs> because if if this doesn't work out in Buffalo, uh, you know, it, it it you know it could be curtains uh, in the in the National Hockey League, you know, and you know go help you know find a home overseas. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's it's tough. He uh, he's with you know he's with the coach that he's had before in Don Granato, um, and they're you know that they they thought that's you know you know, get him back to, uh, you know, a guy that he, he's, you know, been uh, under, um, mm-hmm. you know, his tutelage. And uh, it's just, I don't know. Uh, he's got, he's got to take a hard look at himself in the, in the mirror here and especially over the summer and, and figure out, you know, do you want to be an NHL player or not? And so, <laughs> like, like you said, we've seen, we've seen this movie um, and it's just, it, it seems like, you know, the focus is not there for him too. And, you know, that's, you can't just be, <laughs> just be lollygagging out there. You know, it's the coaches notice, you know, GMs notice you're, you're playing for your, for your job right now. You know, it doesn't look like Buffalo is going to make the playoffs. And so you, you have to do everything you can to, you know, want to stay with that team. And they gave up a lot for him, you know, they <laughs> somehow Buffalo gave gave the wild a second round draft pick and threw in another pick too just for you know for giggles <laughs> yeah it's it's unbelievable it's it's sad because Jordan has all you know everything that you're looking for in a modern NHL power forward mm-hmm. um he just doesn't use a size i don't know what you know um you know it's just you know you know it, you know when you don't have confidence you know that that doesn't help either and so <laughs> Like I said, it's going to be uh, an interesting summer for him, and you know, see if he uh, you know can come into the next season with focused and you know wanting to get into that uh, you know top nine because you know right now it, you know he you know is profiling as a you know <laughs> fourth line or <laughs> uh, extra guy. <laughs> <laughs> sitting in the press box getting popcorn and hot dogs, you know, and you don't, don't want to be that guy. No, you, you don't. It, it just was so interesting at the end of the Greenway tenure in Minnesota, those comments that he made, the ones that really stuck with me were him saying that he wasn't a guy that really needed any sort of external motivation. And I'm like, uh, what <laughs> what so you know, the the worst part is you can't oversleep for for a game no. too you're an adult i mean what no one knows what, what 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 the heck that was so that that was that that looked like the final straw yeah and so it i i still am shocked at how bill garen was able to to fleece a second round pick from buffalo but that's that's how billy g operates is he he plants the seed in opposing GMs and comes back to it later. John Klingberg, for example, the, I think we'll, uh, I think we'll hang on to Klingberg. I don't think we're going to trade him. And he's like, sure, sure you will. Sure you will. <laughs> and then sure enough, they called and they're like, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do the deal. Garen's like, I know you will because <laughs> I have, I have made it. I have willed it 
to be this way. So thank you to Bill Guerin for getting a second-round pick and a fifth-round pick for Jordan Greenway. Who doesn't need any external motivation? (laughs) Unbelievable, yes. Billy G (sighs) masterclass. Yeah, absolute, just just a clinic. But, yeah, that will uh, do it for today's episode. So, once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Use this opportunity, if you have not already, to subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any of our new videos. Turn notifications on where you are able so that you'll get a little ding or the bell or whatever uh, when we have a new episode that comes out. We've got pre- and post-game content for you as well as full episodes, so plenty to offer throughout the week. And uh, we're keeping you as up-to-date on Minnesota Wild Hockey as we possibly can. So stay tuned with us as we guide you through the rest of the postseason push. We've got new episodes every Monday through Friday. It's part of the Locked On Podcast Network.